1: The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio.
0: Thank you very much indeed for your company this morning. So much to talk about uh, this morning uh, across uh, the ways, We're internationally at home and abroad, uh, not to mention the small matter, and I'm rather pleased about this, of the new Chief Inspector of Policing calling on police chiefs to tackle <laughs> actual crime instead of thought crime. He says, we're not the thought police. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> a round of applause to the new chief inspector. Let's hope people are going to be listening. We'll talk about uh, all of that and plenty more topics with my guest joining me all this morning, and that is security expert Will get us. A good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Julia. Lovely
0: to see you on oh, this beautiful. I've got beautiful sunshine Stunning. coming through. As I said, I don't understand because I I, I I I always have to dress for four thirty in the morning as opposed to the rest of the day, and I'm always amazed when it's um it's it's supposed to be pouring with rain this morning. Beautiful sunshine. We're heading for this massive heat wave. Twenty-seven degrees. I think they're suggesting. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Do you like the heat?
1: Yes. Give me the heat over the cold any day of the week. I have to say, Saturday was lovely. Sunday, what happened? Not so much. Was that the end of summer?
0: We are rubbish at this in this country, aren't we? Most countries, they have you know, winter and summer. <laughs> we just
1: we have four seasons in an, in a every day, day in a day, don't Absolutely. we?
0: And uh, now, um, overnight, I don't know if anyone saw um, uh, that we had a blood moon overnight at three thirty this morning. I did not put my alarm on to see it, but apparently, the whole of Europe could see uh, the blood moon. This is when the the Earth gets it it right. The Earth gets between the Sun and the Moon, as opposed to the Moon getting between. Which would be an eclipse. the sun, which would be an eclipse. So this yep. is a lunar eclipse. Right. Um, that means that uh, so the shadow of the of the Earth on the Moon makes it makes it go dusty red. Some lovely, lovely pictures that people have been posting overnight. But um, you weren't up in time to the see it. The joy you? of
1: photography. No, I was just getting in, Julia. You know, just getting Sunday in. night out. <laughs> I like that. Lad
0: about time. Lads, lads, lads. That's what right. Let's talk about what the Prime Minister's doing today. A Northern Ireland Protocol. He's traveling to Belfast. Um, he's going to try and. Um, cajole stroke bang heads together at Stormont. The idea is, of course, is that we've got a situation where the DUP are now the second biggest party after Sinn Féin in uh, the Northern Irish Assembly. They are refusing not only to join a power-sharing government, which is what is required under the Good Friday Agreement. Uh, Sinn Féin and other parties can't form it. The two biggest parties from the Republic and the Union side have to be involved in government. Um, also refused even to allow the election of a speaker. So the Assembly can't even function, let alone a the government. There's no parliament, effectively, uh, there. Um, But they refused to do that until the Northern Ireland Protocol is dealt with. Now, it's very rinky dinky and detailed a lot of this. But fundamentally, what has really happened is, yes, Boris Johnson signed up to the Northern Ireland Protocol as part of the Brexit deal. We know that. Yes. Part of the Northern Ireland Protocol is an Article 16, which allows either side... And we saw this, did we not, over the vaccines for a few brief hours. The EU said they were going to uh, invoke Article 16. It allows them to either side unilaterally if they feel that um, there are various different risks that could be um, uh, at risk, whether it's peace, whether it's social, economic problems. But the either side is allowed to unilaterally withdraw from that protocol and change things. Now, he wants to bring in legislation which would effectively change the way the Northern Ireland protocol yeah. operates. And this is all about basically stopping the EU vindictively imposing twenty percent of its border customs border checks on the on goods going from Great Britain to Northern Ireland, only to be sold in Northern Ireland, when it's less than naught point eight percent of all the GDP of the EU. So Was the Prime Minister right to do this, if he does do it?
1: I think it's it's a really difficult one, and I think where Liz Truss has to be the very peacekeeping arbitrator in this, because uh, Boris is obviously being... Quite inflammatory, and I think we've got to be very careful this is not seen as a sovereign move. Oh, a lot of
0: people That's think it's the other way round, okay. actually, and yeah. that it's, it's Liz Truss who is stoking up the tension, and Boris know. Johnson is being told to rein, rein her back in.
1: I think, I think certainly his recent letter and I think his recent interviews over there have, have, not, have only fanned some of the flames, but I think it's got to be very careful. With Sinn Féin having the majority over there, I think the problem that we have is that if Boris is too draconian about this, and there are many, many different reasons why this really needs to be appeased, mm. is the cost of living crisis. Uh, but mm. there are smuggling issues, and I think certainly higher penalties on smuggling from Southern Ireland to Northern Ireland, I think, is also very, very key. But this has to be managed carefully.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely has to be managed carefully. But the key thing is, for me, it's very, very simple. It is the EU who is at fault there. Oh, yeah, it's very simple. Part of the whole Northern Ireland protocol, part of the whole Brexit deal, was, was about you know, goodwill, and yeah. and this was never supposed to be a permanent situation. It was supposed to be a temporary arrangement, and 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 he did like there's this nonsense you get from things like the Irish foreign minister, this sort of Simon Coveney, who says people shouldn't grandstand like. Hi, Simon Coveney. Have you met yourself? Get a mirror, mate. An absurd human being. Um, but he, but he, uh, he's talking about how, you know, this is, this is going to undermine, you know, it's undermining an international treaty. And you've got the usual, even the Tory backbenchers, but who were Remainers, who were saying this is, this is going to ruin Britain's reputation on the world stage, undermining the international treaty. Okay, A, the EU countries undermine their EU treaties yes. all the sodding all the time. time. Yeah. And B, it is part of the treaty. Yes. it's not. This is not ripping up treaty. No, this is invoking an article in the treaty. That, was that. that is how dishonest the conversation is about this. Yeah. The EU is deliberately imposing a punishment mm. on us, yes. on the UK, yeah. for leaving the EU. They are trying to make life as difficult as possible. They're imposing all these customs checks. They're deliberately trying to stoke things up. And then they're saying, oh, this is terrible, because now there's a threat to peace in Northern Ireland. That-
1: they're doing it deliberately they're playing it up big time and i mean it's it is a bitter move by the eu and and really to be honest they they, that why are we surprised julia that we're seeing this now can i just (laughs) say there
0: is nothing there is not for a nanosecond a moment since we have left the eu that i haven't been persuaded by how good a decision that was everything they have done since Mm. It, it relates to us or any other country absolutely has completely cemented in my mind how good it is that we have left this ghastly organisation. Love Europe, hate the EU. Um, Let's talk also about, I mean, there is an aspect there of the cost of living crisis as well. it's still, this ongoing demand for the windfall tax to energy firms. Business Secretary Kwasi Kwarteng out yesterday saying, you know, he's still opposed to it, but suggesting it's definitely something that's on the table. Rishi Sunak has said it's on the table. Cabinet ministers criticising the Bank of England over inflation, CPI inflation, um, consumer price index. We're going to get those figures on Wednesday. It's going to mm. look at 9%, for goodness sake. Yeah. And this has an extraordinary revelation. One in five workers are going to be, by 2024, paying higher rate at 40% tax or top rate tax at 45%. One in five workers, that's because wages are going to have to go up to compensate for price rises and the freeze on thresholds on the tax bands. Um, this is, I mean, this is a, an absolutely, I mean, a blatant tax steal.
1: Big time. It's a stealth. It's a stealth tax. Yeah. And I think, but but why are we surprised? And, but also, why isn't the government actually working a better and more tangible and less opaque uh, strategy for the fact that the, for the last two years we I think they've got been. a strategy. No, they don't have a strategy. That's the key thing. It's and make, It's almost from, like they're making yeah. it up as they go along.
0: I don't even think it's almost like. I think it's blatantly <laughs> obvious that they are making it up as they go along, and that's the thing that worries me. Yeah, is, me is too. They haven't got a big sort of ideological uh, plan. They yeah. haven't got a, like a very straightforward management plan. They a don't macro plan, and yeah. yeah, and it's the whole thing. And they have, they don't do detail, and they don't do big picture. Everything seems to be just sort of what does the latest opinion poll say?
1: Exactly, and this is a, this is coming out. So tangibly and so obviously that all they're doing is simply just getting little takes, little wins at each point. But there's no macro plan. There's no larger. But are, I mean,
0: do you think there's no doubt at all there's going to be a win for tax energy firms, isn't there?
1: Yes. But there, that's there Labour policy. Yeah. They're, they're but right. they
0: said it was a bad policy. So if they think it's a bad policy, they shouldn't do
1: it. Mm. Yes, but if it's but a
0: good policy, they should have done it already.
1: We're going to public consensus again, though, aren't
0: we? Yeah. But again, I just you know, the reason we ended up in lockdown, guys, was, was was because because they were going on public opinion. I would like a government that would lead yes. rather than follow. Exactly. Yeah.
1: The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio.
0: If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten.
1: Normally being a little extra can be a bit much.